Let's go team, it's Friday. Welcome to this week's Sports Fix with me, Ben Cullen. It was my hottest ticket in the world last week. Manchester City once again came face to face with their most dangerous opponent in the place they like least. And once again, they left Anfield empty-handed after a 1-0 defeat by Liverpool. City's four titles in five seasons have firmly and deservedly established them as the domestic force, tracked all the way by Liverpool. But if there is an arena that brings discomfort, disappointment and contention to them, it is in front of the cop. In the past 22 seasons, City have only left Anfield victorious twice, and one of them came behind closed doors during the pandemic when the atmosphere and noise which inspires Liverpool was removed. Michael Hooper will return to the Australia squad for the season-ending tour of Europe after taking a break for mental health reasons. The flanker withdrew from the rugby championship in August, saying he was not in the right mindset to play. He will return for the tests against Scotland, France, Italy, Ireland and Wales, but will not take back the captaincy for now. Prop James Slipper will continue to lead the Wallabies. It's great news from our perspective. He's really excited about travelling and playing, said Australia coach Dave Rennie. Josh Allen steered the Buffalo Bills to an enthralling 24-20 victory in Kansas City, while both Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers lost on a surprising Sunday in the NFL. Allen threw three touchdown passes and outplayed Patrick Mahomes as the Bills gained revenge for last season's epic playoff loss at Arrowhead. Rodgers' Green Bay Packers and Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers both lost, while the Philadelphia Eagles remained unbeaten as victory over the Dallas Cowboys moved them to 6-0. It was a tough week to be a favourite with plenty of upset wins and three more double-digit comebacks in a season that has already been littered with them, while there was also more late touchdown drama. If you've not been watching the NFL, I implore you to. We're now delighted to welcome back to the show, Jack Seeley. He joins us via Zoom. Take us from there through to perhaps playing for the national team. What age did you you first appear for them? And and again, what was that experience like? Uh, So it was actually all really sudden. So after six months of playing like for my first pro team, I got asked to join the national team. And because I've grown up in Hong Kong, I count as a local player. I hadn't, I hadn't changed my passport at that time, but they asked me to change my passport. But they invited me to play in this, um, they do this tournament every, every Christmas. And it was a friendly game between a team in China and the, and the national team. So you didn't need a passport for that because it wasn't like a FIFA sanctioned sure. thing. So I, so I played in that. And then from there, that was when I was, what, 22 maybe? So bearing in mind, I'd only been playing professionally for six months and then I'm suddenly playing for the national team. I was like, pinch up as I was. What's, what's going on here? My, like I shouldn't even be here because there's players that I remember watching previously five years before because Hong Kong always managed to get good friendly games against national teams or club teams and I remember going to the stadium watching South China or watching a Hong Kong team play against I don't know like Brazil or Real Madrid or something like that and then I'm suddenly in the same changing room as these local guys I'm like this is mental this is what is going on here but it, it took me a while to kind of understand that I was good enough to be there and for myself yeah. like to give myself the respect I was like well actually I don't need to put these guys on a pedestal anymore I'm, I'm the same as them but you do have to kind of tell yourself that like yeah you're actually are good enough to be here 
um, and be strong mentally to to just be like, right, I'm, I deserve it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that was so that was good. And then from there, as soon as I got my Hong Kong passport, I I was getting selected for like World Cup qualifying games, Asian Cup games, and all that kind of stuff, and traveling around the world, been to all kind of places. So then suddenly that was just like another step where you're like, oh, actually, I'm a professional here. I have a game for my club team on a Sunday. Then I've got a fly to Vietnam on a Sunday night. Then we've got a game in Vietnam on the Tuesday. Then you fly back and you've got another game and then you're packing up and going again. So it was all that kind of stuff. We'd like, oh, this is actually, this is surreal, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So when you got your first cap, did you start or were you on the bench? Where, where did you I, go? so my very first official cap, we had a game in Myanmar against Myanmar. And uh, I played. I started that one, and we won. I think like maybe two nil. Um, so that was nice. Great debut. And then after that, yeah. And then after that, I was kind of. I had a good relationship with the coach, and um, he always liked me. So it was. I think it was my attitude. I was always very, just whatever the coach says, you do it, and you just do it to the best of your ability, and you don't ask questions. So he, I think he appreciated that, and he was like, yeah, as long as you work hard, you'll be in my team. And like I said. I think one of my attributes is my endurance and just being able to run non-stop and just yeah. always just give 100%. So I was never the most technical player, but I was obviously good enough technically to be at a certain level. But I think it was more the fact that I would try hard and work hard and had a professional mindset that coaches would always be like, oh yeah, we'll put him in as opposed to some, maybe someone who thinks they're a bit good, but don't try as hard. Yeah, got it. Um, so, so yeah, I ended up just playing continuously for about six or seven years. I'd say no, how many caps you got? Uh, I think in total, official caps, I think about 30, 30 something, but we had friendly games and other things like that. So I think in total about like maybe 40 or 50 games. Mate, we're going to need to get someone to up- update your Wikipedia page because that's saying 23. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's why I asked you, mate, because it, it, there's so many people have asked about whatever and, and Wikipedia is very wrong on these things. Don't worry. I'll have to give them a call. Uh, mate, we have many you know, sort of younger people than us listening to the show. And we like to ask our guests to offer some advice. So so the first thing I'll ask is, maybe you, you've already answered this question is, but what were some things that you did right to end up going to the places you did? I think I just just believed in myself. I, I have quite a strong mentality where I don't really think about much, but in a good way. Um, so if I do something wrong, I'm like, oh, I did that wrong, but I don't dwell on it and go like, oh, don't beat myself up. So that was, I think that might have helped when I first started playing because maybe I was, I was young and naive and making mistakes, but at the same time, I was like, whatever, like, it's fine. Just go on with it and just do it, do it better the next time. Yeah. And I think you do need to have that kind of mindset where you're just like, I know what I can do. I know I'm good enough for this. Um, so just, just get on with it. And then, like once you realize what you are, what your strengths are, I think that was when I was like, right, I'm going to play on these strengths and not try and be anyone else apart from what I can do. Yeah. So you can see people like Ronaldo or Messi and you could be like, oh, I'm going to be like them. But if you haven't got the skills to do that, then there's no point. I had to like look at, see what I was good at and just be like, right, I'm going to make myself the best I can be at this. So for me, I was always fit, would run a lot. So I was like, right, I'm going to run more than anyone else in training or be more physical or something like that. So. Yeah, I would just just always make sure that you're just doing what you can do the best, not worry about what anyone else is doing. Just always focus on what you can control. And Good man. Like it, like it. And then finally, if there is someone listening right now who is 
perhaps trying to get to a pro contract like you did at, at 20, 21, or, or even make it to the national team. What are some of the steps that you would say that would really accelerate your chance of making that? I would say dream big, but not too big. So take small steps. So you see a lot of kids now, they're like, oh, I want to play here. I want to do this, but they don't want to do the, the middle steps. They just want to, they just see the, the top bit of going like, right, that's the end game. That's where I want to be, but they don't want to put the work in in between. So I would say, for example, if you're, if you're at a club now, whatever club you're at, make sure that you're playing every single game. Then from there you go, right, I want to get to a better team. And if you're playing every single te- game at that team, then it's like, right, how can I be the best player on the team? And until you're the best player in your position and playing every single game, you can't even think about being at a better level. So you have to think small first and achieve the small steps before you can get to the bigger ones. So if you are on and off the bench, but still think that you're good enough, then you have to make sure that you're playing every single game before you can even think about playing at a higher level. That's good advice, man. No, no one said that before. That, that's good. You know, everyone's mm. like, you know, there's lots of answers that, that follow suit, you know, believe in yourself and all things like that. But no one's ever said sort of, you know, start small and, and, and get to the top of where you are right now. So that, that's really good advice. Yeah. No, because I, I, I was, somebody said it to me as I was growing up I, I, towards the end because he was speaking to a lot of younger kids and they were like, yeah, I want to be playing the Premier League. But he asked him, he's like, well, how many games have you played last year? And he's like, oh, I played like three, maybe four. He's like, well, you've got, you've got to be playing 30 games. And then when you play 30 games, you've got to be scoring 10 goals, 15 goals and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's the small steps, I think. And you've got to be realistic with it. If you're not playing every game, then you've got to look at yourself and go, am I actually good enough? And yeah. then go from there. So yeah, it's being Great. realistic. It's harsh truth, harsh, harsh truth sometimes, but if you're good That's enough, it, you'll man. get there. Good man. Jack, thank you so much for joining us today. Congratulations on, on the career you've had so far and, and hopefully, uh, you guys do a good job at uh, football club this year and you continue to enjoy it for maybe a couple more seasons. One at least. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I, 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 getting on, but I still feel like I've got a bit of legs in me yet. In, in me yet. So we'll, uh, we'll see. It should be good all man. good. Keep trucking. Thank you for joining us today, Jack. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. The UFC travels to Abu Dhabi this weekend as UFC 280 gets fired up. The lightweight bout for the vacant title between Charles Oliveira and Islam Makhachev headlines the card. That is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend. How awesome is this autumn weather right now? See you next week, Common Room. Continuous hit music.